What's up, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to HCS Pro Talk, your weekly Halo Esports podcast. This is, uh, I need to make sure I have the right thing up and not fucking Discord at the time. Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, this is episode 284 for the week of April 24th, 2023. The title of this week's episode is The Complex Itty Factor. Like X Factor? Yeah. Get it? X go and give it to you? All that talent! With a three-month resub, you get a woo! Thank you so much. Greatly appreciated. My name is Josh, a.k.a. J.K. Fire. This week, I'm joined by the man who is contemplating whether or not the Minnesota Wild will win this playoff series against the Dallas Stars. Will, a.k.a. I am Mr. Mayhem. Will, how are you doing on this Monday evening? Doing all right. Doing all right. Yes, I uh, wild hockey on the mind. Uh Went to the game yesterday, and they did not pull out a win, but we'll see what happens in the the rest of the series here. But yeah, other than that, doing fine. How are you? I am doing well. Uh, like the story that talked about before we started the show, uh, I'm a little tired based off what happened last night, but that's okay. Um, another quick short story. My dog hasn't taken a shit yet. That's where I'm at. <laughs> All right. Great. <laughs> And there's no additional context needed for that statement. Um, ladies and gentlemen, Bodie, welcome to the live show. Hope you're having a good one. Welcome. Um, and everybody else who is tuning in to the live show today, thank you so much for hanging out with us. Um, Tara, Mud, Welchie, Biz, Riz, Osborne, Fox Too Quick, um, and Allen Juan, thank you so much for being here. Hope you guys are having a great fucking night and ash thank you for the follow welcome to the live show appreciate you and appreciate you providing some info on uh twitter every now and again as well i see you i see you will do you want to know what's coming up on this week's episode of the show what do we got kicking the show off with some great halo esports community updates spartan elaborates a little more on the sentinels roster change and tournament results including the most recent hcs 4ks and our topic of the North American results. So without further ado, we'll hit the button and let's get into some competitive news. All right. The classic Halo League kickoff has been announced. This is by Classic Halo League. They state the time has come. Find your duo and sign up. We couldn't be more excited to announce our CHL kickoff 2v2 hosted by none other than Louis V. Titan. $500 prize pool plus crowdfunding, and I believe it's up to $700 now. Um, classic Halo on Classic Maps, Friday, May 26th at 6 p.m. Eastern time. You can sign up at the Discord link that they provide in the Google Doc of the show. It's the show that we provide exclamation point show notes in the chat and uh it, just to kind of get rid of any confusion that may or may not be out there this is on halo infinite using quote-unquote classic settings on forge remakes of classic maps okay so hopefully that clears up any confusion if there ever was any to begin with and uh Welchie, I have read it, what you typed, but like I said, we'll get to the whole complexity and monster thing later on in the show. Next piece of competitive news. The next Face It survey has been released. Remember these guys? <laughs> it's my Face It Halo. They say, HCS players, we need your help. If we listen to improve the HCS circuit and everything surrounding it, we would love to hear your feedback and may or may not actually act upon it. We've sent out a survey to the email addresses linked to your Faceit account. 
Hearing your thoughts and feedback will be a great help if we actually decide to do anything with it. But hey, hopefully you'll have it. So the only thing I'm going to say in regards to this is that we've had, we've heard issues in the past. We've heard issues in the past where they collect the feedback and then they don't do anything with said feedback. Um, so all I'm going to say is two things. One, hopefully they actually act upon the feedback that is given to them. And two, please do your part as a, a player of the HCS, those that are listening, please do your part. And if you got the survey link, fill it out because if you don't fill it out and then you complain that nothing's changing, you didn't do your part, right? You didn't do your due diligence. So please, if you got the link to the survey, please fill out the survey because then at the very least, if they don't act upon it and you did submit the survey, then you can complain. You know what I mean? There you go. Next up, we have some Halo Data Hive updates. This is my Halo Data Hive. Update number one. The series page now displays player streams with the ability to switch the player stream POV using the buttons along the bottom. The page also now auto updates the series stats so that you do not have to refresh the page to see the new stats. That's fucking awesome. Update number two. They just keep getting fucking awesome, Will. Update number two. The Halo Data Hive bot Twitter account is back up and running. This account will tweet out when two teams have started playing each other and stats are available. And finally, update number three. Uh, the, like, in the past, I'm in the process of giving the tournament series page more structure. It should be live tomorrow sometime. The series tiles will now be separated by pool and subsequent rounds for better readability. The pools will also display all series left to play in the pool. And as an update, the change is now live. The tournament series are now grouped by the round, i.e. pool A or winner's bracket round one, etc. For pool series, it will also show games which are yet to be played. So to Halo Data Hive, you're a fucking legend, always have been, and will probably always continue to be. So thank you for all your continued work. And Ozzy bro, thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. And then we have a singular Tashi's tantalizing tidbit to round out the competitive news. From Obi-Wan Theobi. Eh? Great name. Hi, Tashi. Michael Score, uh, the AKA Forge Lord, who works at 343, told me you'd be the man to speak with about more variety in maps coming to Halo Ranked. I saw you reply to someone on March 16th about adding more, but haven't heard much since. The new maps are such a step in the right direction. And then a week later, hey, Tashi, it's been a week since I tweeted to you, and I just want to be a proactive as a big fan. I saw you comment on this a month ago, but I wanted to see if we can get more details. Three of my friends and I play almost nightly. Tashi replied with, hey, yeah, no details to confirm right now, but we do have some things in the works. And then I lied. We have, we have two Tashi's tantalizing tidbits because one is being further clarified now. Bound says, hey, why do we not play Argyle, the versatile trash pile, CTF, and the pit as a three flag? Oh, we be, we're going to be dropping frames, ladies and gentlemen. Give us a second. Come on, bounce back, baby. Come on. Come doing on. Great. We're doing great. We're killing it. We back? I doubt it. Ah, there we go. Did you see that fucker jump, though? Oh, yeah. Oh. Oh. And that die. Oh. 
Op, 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 op. Oh my god! Crack that whip! What's up, Jack? Jacka? We good now? We're not. We, got, we are not good now. This this thing is struggle busting. Looks good. They're saying it's good. Looks good for you. Someone go reset the router at McDonald's. I can't, Fox. I'm not at McDonald's. I'm at Starbucks. <laughs> Ope, flame famous last words. God. Oh, come on. Let's continue. Yeah. Um, I really want to like emphasize this. So I hope like when HS Pro Talk talks smack about Tashi, so he boots them offline. Oh my God. If that's actually what happened, he's DDoSing me right now. Oh, oh no. The Tosh Meister himself is DDoSing our stream. Confirmed. JK. What's up? Uh, all right. Here we go. I think we're back. Maybe. Hopefully. Let's find out. Bounce says, why do we not play Argyle the versatile trash pile CTF in the pit as a three flag? Nobody ever hits five flags and the maps are way more fitting for a three flag. The change from five to three can be down in the game type setting. Genuinely curious why this is still as it is and it could be a simple fitting change. Bitch. Josh added some words in there. I did. Ta- Tosh, I added a singular word. Well, I actually added versatile like, trash pile in and, there too. And he didn't scream, hey! <laughs> what if, but what if in his mind he did? What if in his mind he did scream, hey! He's not present in this tweet. Tashi said, three flag variant is on the way. It's cool. coming. Who knows when, but it's coming. Mm. All right. Hopefully soon. Yeah. There you go. Bada bing, bada boom. That's it for the competitive news. Will. Yeah. Don't you dare hit that button. No. You know why? Why? You can hit that button. Don't hit that button. Okay. You know why? Why is that? Because it's time for Roaster! Doing it live today. Why not? I feel frisky. You know, oh, our oh. stream fucking <laughs> dropped for a hot minute. I'm like, we're coming back, baby. All right. All right. Biz, that's a great question. It shouldn't be that hard. But uh, I assume that there's other factors in play. And it's such a stupid statement that I have to say that. But there's probably other factors at play. Because you also have to remember, you also have to remember that this is not strictly related to the HCS because if they change it to three flag, they're going to have to change it for the ranked experience in the entire game. And that, I mean, I assume, I assume it wouldn't fuck with anything else, but uh, you know, it's fucking infinite. Who knows? Driven, thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. Will, hit it. All right. So for Roster Mania, we have Spartan elaborating on the Sentinels team change. And here is what he said. Reading Twitch chats or YouTube comment or anything of that nature when it comes to team changes and what not. Our show. <laughs> and what not just shows how many people have never competed in anything and have no idea what goes on, goes into a team or how things are behind the scenes. Um, Excuse you. <laughs> I did compete at the Raleigh open bracket and got eliminated round one. Thank you very much. I'm pretty sure I am a professional player now. He goes on to say, quote, you shouldn't have dropped collect. He wasn't the problem where I don't know. He's pulling that from someone else. I mean, I (laughs) was going to say, I I may or may not have said that a few times on this show. 
Spartan goes on to say, first off, let's revisit what I had first stated. And then he, he quote tweets his tweet, like from his original statement. I just didn't include that here. Then he says, second, this was a move, not only for us, but for him too. He needed a different kind of support system to shine. And as you can see, he's got it. We needed a different style of player to fit into how we want to play the game. It was a beneficial move for everyone involved. And there was never anybody in specific that was quote the problem. Just some perspective. The only reason this one annoyed me, whereas oftentimes I just say whatever is it is because I still love the kid. Just wanted to get that out there because for some reason this has just rubbed me the wrong way. If you don't compete at a high level, you don't know the intricacies, ins, outs on what makes a team work. Every team is a puzzle that needs the right pieces. And statement from Spartan. I will say the following. Um, to, to Tyler... I appreciate this statement a lot, actually. I genuinely do. Um, because it's always helpful to get additional context as to how things happen behind the scenes. Because you're right. A, a lot of people don't understand what happens behind the scenes. Um, and and I also like how we provide additional context as to it was a like being the puzzle piece situation, right? Where it felt as though Collect wasn't the right fit for the team. They wanted to find somebody who was potentially a better fit. And they also wanted Collect to find a team that would be a better fit for him. Now, I'm not going to go in depth on what I've personally been told, but to Tyler and to everybody else, I would just say maybe you should go about discussing things a little better to your teammates. Again, not going to dive further into that. But, you know, there's a thing called take integrity, right? And while my predictions will probably always be wrong, except in the case of the CDL where the rocker is still shit, uh, the take integrity stands that I, I still believe that the wrong person was dropped from that team. Plain and simple. Uh, while I appreciate what Spartan says in this tweet, because it does provide so much more needed additional context. I love that genuinely. Um, I just don't believe he was the right person to drop to, to find a player who could be a better fit for your team. That's all. And you're right. I personally don't know all the intricacies of what happens behind the scenes. I just know what I'm told. And there are things that we are told. And I'll leave it at that. All right. That, uh, that, that's all we got for WrestleMania this week. Sweet. Moving on. Your upcoming tournaments of the week presented by NoobCombo.com. Check out NoobCombo.com for all your Halo Esports needs. On Tuesday, April 25th, we have the Halo Rec League FFA series continuing. On Saturday, April 29th, we have the Halo Hub BTB Invitational and the SWAT Nation Femme Fatale V3 is taking place. And then on Sunday, April 30th, we have the HCS Open Series 4, Australia, New Zealand, Mexico, EU, and North America. These are all 2K events, not 4K. If I'm not mistaken, there is just what Ash said right there. There is one more 2K and one more 4K. Yes. So thank you for literally having that posted as soon as I was about to say it. Awesome. It was perfect timing. (laughs) Just exquisite. That's it for your upcoming tournaments of the week presented by noobcombo.com. Check out noobcombo.com for all your 
Hey, Louise Sports Needs. Will. Yeah. What do we got for the scrim tournament and league recaps of the last week? Yeah, uh, we'll start off with Tyrants World 2v2 Snipers Tournament. Uh, in third place, we had Requiem and Just Venom. Second went to Icebar and Andrew. And first went to Young Guns and Gun Lane. Getting, getting the dub with some snipers. Have you played the um, ranked snipers playlist? No, I don't play ranked. <laughs> All right. And I'm not playing ranked snipers either. It was fun. I, I jumped into a few matches. I, I enjoyed it. it I'm glad time. you did. I'm glad you did. I saw Beth was actually... Um, I saw Beth actually give the slightest hint of praise, the slightest hint of praise to launch site. Oh, actually yeah. working somewhat for snipers. Again, somewhat. we all, we all still hate the map. Like, don't get us wrong. We all still hate the map. I bet Beth still hates the map, but the fact that it wasn't absolutely awful with snipers, because I, I hate that map in general, but like playing that map in tactical flare, uh, SWAT, is awful. Like, it's awful. So, uh, Carter says, you'll hardly play ranked, period. You're not wrong. You were not wrong. And yes, Panda, shout out Mac for his ANZ coverage as well. Go ahead, Will. All right, next tournament, the Valletta and EXYL Team European FFA Spring Series Open. That's a mouthful. It's the number five open. Uh, top four went to, well, fourth went to Hercules, third, uh, MC versus Arbiter, second, Blitz, or Blizz, and first went to Warlord. Very nice. Next up, the 4K Open Series. We'll start off with Australia, New Zealand. Fourth went to 5K, Team 5K. This was Lolly, Ninjastics, Jordan, and Vamped. Third went to Vertex Esports, Divinity, Man of Chicken, Ryu and Scoobmeister. Scoobmeister. Second went to Mind Freak, Plasma, Benji, Pips, and Beaston. And first went to Divine Mind, Slays, Berserk, Sways, and Raided. Ladies and gentlemen, predictions were wrong. Yay us. <laughs> the 4K Open for Mexico. Fourth place went to Event Horizon, which was Jerry, Eva, uh, Lunatics, Destroy, and Spadey. Third went to CN... Uh, TJ was the, the one after this one. Uh, Ascendradu, Hylenzi, Zerum, and Who's Rich. Second went to Six Karma. This was Lure, Strikey, Acid, and Sepstars. And first went to Luminosity Gaming, Bullet, Magic, Drift, and Noble. Taking it home again. So our predictions were right again. Uh, Remedy says unpopular opinion, but launch site is better than chasm. Oh mm. man. Oh. That's tough. Chasm has some like weird, like doing the back tunnel stuff and uh, just for the sake that I haven't played chasm a shit ton. I'm going to say that launch sites worse at this point in time, in my opinion, <laughs> I fucking hate launch site. <laughs> All right, the Quadrant 4K Open Series for EU. Which is literally just a 4K tournament with Quadrant branding. Correct. And an and increased I, prize pool. Yeah, that was nice. That was very nice. Uh, fourth went to Navi. This was Snipe Drone, Jimbo, Mighties, and Snakey. Third, Jaylings, two Foxy, Quad, Septic, and Respectful. Second went to a, a Wabba Bob. 
That went to Glory, Luminzer, Flux, and Moe's. And first place was Quadrant, SLG, Sicker Legend, and Chick taking home their own tournament. I like how now we're on the, the train of Chasm being absolute dog shit, apparently. Oh, all right. Um, actually, I, I want to clarify something real quick here. So I, I made like a half joke, half like criticism that the Quadrant 4K was just a 4K with Quadrant branding and an increased prize pool. They did take things a slight step further and they brought in... Um, Ash, I, I can agree with you. I'm w- wishing that they announced it sooner, but the other thing that they did, which was pretty cool is that they brought in like the common HCS casters to cast this entire event. So it was, uh, it was Bravo and onset and Gaskin and Jersey. We're casting the yeah. entire EU event. And that's, that's fucking awesome. Excuse me. It's pronounced Awaba. Bobs. Awaba Bobs. Not Awaba Bobs. Awoba Bobs. Awoba Bobs. Awoba Bobs. Awaba Bobs. Awaba Bob. Awaba Bob. Anyway. Awaba Bob. No, I'm done. Yeah, that casting was absolutely a nice touch, Ash. That was that was really, really cool to see. Um, yeah, just really, really cool to see. So cue the popcorn. We're not there yet. Relax. Relax. We are done with the tournament tournament league recaps though, because the North America results. A woba bobs. A woba bobs. Oh, well, ah, whoa, ba bobs. Uh, whoa, bay bobs. <laughs> Even clutch coming in on the LVT was cool too. That was cool. That was, he he yeah. does that. He he does that from time to time though. Not to say it wasn't cool, but I'm just saying like him jumping in. Yeah. Yes, he does that from time to time. Still very cool to see, indeed. All right, well, it's time for our topic. Yeah, let's do it. All right, topic of the week: HCS 4K Open Series North American results. Pool play. Let's talk about the teams that didn't make it out of pools into bracket play. Um, Darkest Hour, Locked, Status Quo, and Cloud9. Um, I guess I'm surprised that Cloud9 didn't make it out of pools and Mantra did. But I think other than that, I think our predictions were right. Yeah. So, fuck man... And it sucks too because Status Quo had an unbelievable win in their pool play match. And we'll talk about that soon. But God damn it. Either way. But then let's just run through it quickly. In pool A, you had Optic Gaming going 3 0. That was expected, right? Yeah. Sentinels going 2 1. And the Avengers going 1 and 2. Darkest Hour doesn't matter. Face Clan and Pool B going 3-0. Proton Gaming, 2-1. And, and Shopify Rebellion going 1-2. Pool C, yes, as uh, Ash says, was nuts, indeed. G1, technically taking first, going 2-1 two to two and one in their pool. Complexity, also going 2-1 in the pool, but getting second, technically. And Space Station going one and two in their pool. 
That was the surprise there. Yes, the absolute surprise there. But you know what wasn't a surprise, Will? What's that? My prediction being right for Pool D. Because what did I say? Oh, did I say that Native White were going to take first in their pool? Oh, boy, did I. Because they did, motherfuckers! They didn't go very far after the fact, but hey, it doesn't fucking matter. Native White going 3-0 and in their pool. Native Red 2-1. and And Mantra going 1-2 and in their pool, respectively. Before we get into the bracket, I have some series I want to highlight that happened in pools, Will. Yeah. All right. All right. Pool B, phase against Shopify Rebellion. Face went 3-2 against them, but Shop- Shopify kept the series very close throughout, losing the Game 5 Slayer on streets 45-50. to So there was close to an opportunity where Shopify was able to knock Phase down a peg. It didn't happen, but there was the opportunity. Um, I'm gonna get, I'll get to Pool C in a second, but I'm going to quickly talk about Pool D because the one match I want to talk about is Native White going up against Native Red. This was the one that, like, Native Red always seemed to have their number. You know, the kind of the bigger brother of the two teams, realistically. Even though one team has a much older player on it, but whatever. Uh, after going down 0-2 in the series, losing the Game 2 Slayer 50-36, to Native Red's backs were against the wall for what felt like the first time in their Native gaming counter... Uh, their first time against their Native gaming counterparts. And unfortunately for them, the start to game three strongholds on live fire wasn't helping matters for the red boys being down over 100 points, 177 to 60. But it was that final, it was at that pivotal midway point in the game where everything just started to go the way of native red triple caps were happening. Sniper was in the hands of soul snipe himself. And it was native red with the comeback winning the game 250 to 191. And now we finally have a series. Game four, Oddball on Recharge was another great back-and-forth battle with Native White taking the first round, Native Red taking the second. The third round is when things got spicy. After a neck-and-neck fight, Native Red appeared to have the game in the bag. Getting the slay is all while Snow Snipe is uh, holding the ball back ramp. 96-87. to Gilkey somehow breaks through the defenses, taking out Soul Snipe right after a crucial play ball. But unfortunately for Native White, they simply didn't have the spawns to capitalize on the ball spawning back in when the other players of Native Red were already positioned in pipes. Manny with the grapple snags the ball immediately off spawn, runs back into pipes, and gets the final few seconds to win the game. As for Game 5, Slayer on Streets, I wish I could say this was a big uh, a nail-biter, but Native White had a lead from the 10-kill mark and kept it all the way through the rest of the game. They won 50-39 to in the Series 3-2, to preventing the reverse sweep. And this win would be crucial as these were the two teams expected to place higher within their pool. And with this win, this was all but guarantees the number one spot in the pool for Native White. Let's move to Pool C. All right. Um, and yeah, yeah, the one time we're grappling, the oddball still worked. Yeah, that's very, very true. Um, real quick, Med, thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. And Sir Vix Assassin, thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show as well. Pool C, G1 went up against SSG. It was 3-1 going in the favor of G1, and they simply outplayed SSG in the series. Like, there was, I mean, it was just outplay, outplay, outplay. Complexity went up against SSG. A dominant game one win by SSG, and you would assume you know how this series is going to go down, right? 
especially coming off the heels of a 3-1 loss to G1? Well, you may have thought wrong. At least I know I did. It was a good weekend of Halo, sir. It absolutely was. After an odd disconnect issue in Game 2, Slayer on Live Fire, this must have led to a complete reset or something, as Complexity had all but lost the first go-around with the game before Collect appeared to have disconnected. But hey, a reset is a reset, and Complexity took it in stride, absolutely dominating SSG and winning the game 50-35. to Game 3 was, believe it or not, not much different. Complexity came out swinging, winning CTF on Aquarius 2-0. Could we see a gentleman's up to upset sweep? We know SSG aren't known for being an online team, but this would really be something. Okay, what the fuck happened, SSG? <laughs> Complexity hold SSG to under 100 points in the strongholds, winning the game 250-90 to and the series 3-1. to Looks like Complexity are starting to demand some respect. Online. Online. LVT was having power issues. Oh, really? Oh. That sucks. And here's the one. The series that Status Quo won in their pool. Status Quo went up against G1. Well, this was a fun one. Game one was king of the hill on streets, and it did not disappoint. Back and forth throughout the entire game, all the way down to the final hill. But it was the boys on status quo getting the clutch kills when they mattered and were able to maintain control of the final hill to win 4-3. to three. Game two was Slayer on live fire, and honestly, there was not much to note here besides G1 bouncing back in dominant fashion, winning 50-35. to 35. Game three was CTF on Aquarius, and while it may have come down to a desperation push to try and enforce the overtime, G1 were able to hold strong, winning the game 2-1 to one and taking the series lead. Game four was Strongholds on Recharge, and Status Quo were not done yet. Taking the lead at the midway point, never looking back. They won it 250-153. to 153. In Game five, well, there really is nothing quite like a Slayer on Empyrean. When the game is tied 40-40 to 40 heading into the final moments... What more could you ask for? Fortunately for status quo, they didn't need to ask for the win. They willed it themselves, being able to pick off the players of G1 and taking a sizable lead to win the game 50-44 to and the series 3-2. to And then um, G1 beat Complexity 3-2 to in that pool as well. Moving on to bracket play. Will? Yeah. Um... I'm basically just going to talk about the series that I have listed here because I felt these were the most compelling, I guess you could say. That's fair. Winner's bracket quarterfinal. Complexity were going up against Native White. Okay. Complexity have been doing pretty fucking well so far, you would say, right? Native White going 3-0 in their pool, you know? Team's doing some good shit. While Complexity continued to dominate as they begin their way through the winner's bracket, the only game that was even close was the Game 2 Slayer on Recharge, and Complexity won that 50-48. Complexity 3-0 Native White. I wasn't necessarily expecting that. So Native White gets sent to losers. G1 go up against Native Red. While every game was close, it was G1 taking the series win 3-0 over native red something to note here is that during that game three strongholds on life fire native red went on a 170 to nothing 
point run. 170 to nothing. Bringing the game back to 233 to 242. Unfortunately, ended up being all for naught. As G1 get the final points they needed to win the game 250 to 233. But the fact that they had 170 unanswered. Wowzer Bowsers. Let's move to the winner's bracket semifinals. Arguably one of the biggest upsets of the tournament. Complexity against Optic. Look, here's where we're going to get into it. Kind of. Look, we fully understand the talks around Monster and the alleged cheating in Infinite. We also understand that this is just an online event where Monster consistently performs well. But holy hot damn, we did not see this one coming. Take game two, Slayer on Aquarius, for example. As soon as Complexity took a small lead in the beginning of the game, it appeared as though Optic never had a setup and players were consistently not playing with the teammate and therefore being singled out for an easier kill. Complexity took advantage took advantage of Optic's misplays and they won the game 50-39. to 39. Okay, Optic. It's time to turn back on the gas here. You're down 0-2 in the series for fuck's sake. And boy, did they turn on that gas. They won game three oddball and live fire 2-0 and pretty damn quick second round at that. In game four, strongholds on streets, Optic did not let up. Looking like the championship form team that we know that they are, winning handily 250-127. to 127. The reverse sweep is looking mighty tasty for Optic, but unbeknownst to them, complexity of other plans in mind. Must be something with Slayers, because complexity had the lead yet again from basically the beginning of the game, and they never let up. While it truly feels as though any team can fight their way back in a Slayer with proper positioning and teamwork, Optic just weren't able to get anything going. Complexity continued their winner's bracket run with what was the biggest shock of the tournament thus far, sending Optic to the loser's bracket with a 3-2 win, preventing the reverse sweep. Losers round one. Avengers went up against Native White. We haven't talked about Avengers yet. Been very quiet on the Avengers Revenge Tour front. Well, the Revenge Tour continues into another tournament, this time sending home Native White with a top 12 finish, their worst placing since Charlotte. Was not expecting that out of them. Losers round two, Native Red went up against Sentinels. A nip and tuck series up until game five, Slayer on live fire, where it was Native Red imposing their will on this reformed Sentinels roster, winning the game 50-34 to in the series 3-2. to Sentinels are sent home with a top eight finish. Losers round three. Ronan, let's relax. That's, and I'll get to the whole fucking, like, before I continue, let's just preface all this, right? This is an online event, okay? Yes, the points matter, and I'm not going to take a win away from any team. I'm not going to take a series win from any team, right? But good Lord, and Ronan, I know you're joking here, Let's, but like, to the people out there who may not be joking, it's a fucking online event. Relax. We haven't seen anything. And Ronan, I know it's sarcasm. I'm just saying for the people who don't understand sarcasm. Like, there are genuine people out there who believe that now that Optic took one of the worst placings they have as this team, if not the worst placing as this team, that they're on the downturn. People will think that. Those people are fucking unbelievably stupid, but they will think that. Holy shit. Losers round three. G1 went up against SSG. 
Games two, three, and four were blowouts for the respective winning teams. But with the series tied two to two, we were headed to a game five slayer on Empyrean. And what a game five it was. G1 had a 44 to 38 lead when SSG got six uncontested kills to tie the game 44 all with one minute left. Then it's back and forth until there's less than 20 seconds left on the clock. G1 leading 49 to 48. Then we see an all-out clusterfuck happen with Stellar pushing into the open and Eco trying to cover his rear, Bound watching from green and Penguin hanging around sword. Stellar gets melted by two G1 players, falcated from outside flag and suppressed sitting bottom tower to win the game 50-48 to with eight seconds left on the clock. SSG are eliminated from the tournament with a top six finish. Native Red against Optic. Again, losers round three. Native Red take a commanding series lead against the world champions 2-0. Game three had Optic bouncing back like we know them being able to do, winning the King of the Hill Streets 4-1. Is the reverse sweep on the table? Are Optic going to get their worst placing with this current roster? Spoiler alert, yep, they are. Game four was Strongholds on live fire, and this one went down to the wire. Lead change after lead change, and Optic with the last-minute triple cap to take the lead 247 to 238. Optic only needs three more points to win the game and complete the reverse sweep. But it was those three points that they were not going to get. While two members of Optic were on the respawn screen, the other two were defending the C point at tower, leaving Native Red to get the A and B points basically uncontested. And that was all they needed to erase the deficit and win the game 250 to 247 and send Optic home with the top six finish. To our knowledge, their worst placing ever with this roster. Loser's semifinal. G1 against Native Red. Not much to say here besides the Game 2 Slayer being close. G1 proved that they're the better team this event, winning the series in a sweep. But what really needs to be said here is the utter domination displayed by Suppressed in his first tournament with his new home of G1, putting on a masterclass of 94 kills in this series. That's double that of other players, not only on Native Red, but also of G1. Suppressed played lights out. Loser final. Complexity versus G1. Complexity coming off a 3-0 loss to FaZe in the winter final are about to face off against a red-hot G1 after eliminating Native Red with a sweep of their own. In Game 1, Strongholds on Streets was looking bad for the boys on Complexity, with G1 taking an early commanding lead 139 to nothing. And the destruction didn't stop there, with G1 nearing the brink of victory, leading the game 227 to 137. What happens next is fucking insane. Complexity are able to squad wipe G1 three times in a row. Never dropping a point of Stronghold's time in the process, rallying all the way back and winning the game 250 to 227. Wow. Game two, Slayer on Empyrean started off close enough with both teams fighting for a lead. Complexity gained the lead around the 40 kill mark and never looked back. They win the game 50 to 43 and take the series lead 2-0. Now, typically... With CTF on Argyle, we see either a team get absolutely obliterated or the game is incredibly close. Well, with these two pro teams, of course, it was the latter. 
With a score of 0-0 until the last few minutes of regulation, Complexity were able to make a scrappy run to take the lead 1-0. Complexity were able to play lights out defense, and with the time running out, they win the game 1-0 and sweep G1 out of the tournament with a third-place finish. And now the grand final. Phase against Complexity. Game 1 was Strongholds on recharge by looks of it. Phase were nearly put into the 100-point club. That was until they attempted to regain momentum. To put things into perspective, the beginning of this game was so lopsided. Complexity had a lead of 236 to 100 before FaZe started scoring again. 236 to 100 before they even started scoring again. FaZe are able to make the score more respectable, but Complexity hammer the last remaining points they need to win the game 250 to 211 and start this series on the right foot. Game 2 was Slayer on Streets and FaZe win 50 to 47. Game three, CTF and Aquarius and FaZe maintained their flag capture lead throughout the game. They won 3-2. Complexity couldn't really do anything to bring it back. But they did answer right back in game four, King of the Hill on live fire. They won 4-2. Game five was Slayer on Empyrean. And we'll just say that the Vets have this one. FaZe win 50-46. Game six was Oddball on Streets. And while the game had its moments, looking at you at the end of round one, it was Complexity holding on to their tournament lives and winning 2-0. It was time for a game seven. Game seven was Slayer on live fire. Let's just talk about the closing moments of this game. FaZe have the lead 44 to 41 with a fresh overshield on the way. Cycle is sitting top tower with Sniper scoped on OS while his teammates were all in A. Okay. He was sitting top tower. His three teammates were all in A. It was then when an unsuspecting Royal 2 with the plasma pistol is able to flank around back tower stairs and kill Cycle, giving him um, the positioning for his team. But Complexity didn't back down. On the contrary, they got the crucial kills they needed along with the fresh overshield and heat wave and clawed their way back to actually tie the game 49 to 49. Phase pushes a whole squad towards scoreboard from dummies, okay? Well, complexity stick together in A. Unfortunately, Collect is just then picked off from Sandbags as he's double teamed from Snakebite and Renegade, unable to get away. FaZe win the game 50-49 to and prevent the bracket reset. They win the tournament 4-3. So. Just insane. So therefore, quickly going through the results here, in 7th and 8th, we have Sentinels and Avengers. In 5th, 6th, we have Optic Gaming and Space Station Gaming. Two placings you did not expect to see out of them. In 4th was Native Red. 3rd, G1. 2nd, Complexity taking home, obviously, points in $500. And FaZe Clan taking home $1,500 in 1st place. A couple takeaways I have here for this event, Will. <clears throat> yeah. First up. Complexity were demonstrating impeccable teamwork throughout the tournament, focusing on helping each other out during gunfights and prioritizing plays that matter. Every player was pulling their own, and the assist stat line was showing how well they were playing together. That's the that's a point I really want to make here, is that if you go back and you look at... Now, I know that stats aren't everything, okay? I will be the first to tell you that. that kills aren't everything, stats aren't everything. But they do tell somewhat of a storyline. 
And if you go back and you look at complexity in their assist stat line, they really are working together incredibly well, at least in this first online tournament that they were a part of. It, it, it honest to God felt like collect just fit right in with the boys and they were able to go and they played remarkably well, remarkably well. Another thing I need to say, and I, again, I need to hit this point home. This was an online event. This was not on LAN. Okay. Just keep that in mind. Anything can happen on LAN. Okay. So just temper expectations here. But what I will say here is I will sit corrected. I will state when I am wrong and I will, I will sit in it if I'm wrong about something. I don't know if it's genuinely going to mean that their placing is going to change dramatically, but man, that suppressed pickup on G1 worked pretty damn well in their favor in this event. He played unbelievably well. I'm watching this kid and I'm like, I know that they're friends and whatnot. And, but holy hot damn, that kid was able to run around and do whatever the fuck he wanted. It was insane. So suppressed, I sit here, I take, I'll take the criticism, man. You earned a lot more of my respect. Not that you didn't have my respect before, but like seeing you ball out. Great job, man. That was amazing to watch. Really, really good. Um, Stokes, thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. I don't know if you also called out, uh, cervix assassin and yes. medic NY. Yes. I called out cervix. Okay. Motherfucker. Yeah. Yes, I did. <laughs> so those are a couple things there. Um, the other thing is, okay, again, this was an online only event. I need to keep prefacing this because looping back to the Sentinel situation. Okay. Okay. I stand by my take, take integrity. I stand by my take that I believe that they dropped the wrong person from the team. Okay. Regard like I have, I have respect for all the players on the team. Regardless. I just think that they dropped the wrong person. Okay. With that in mind, with that in mind, this is their placing this weekend or this, this previous weekend, seventh and eighth. This it's these types of placings that are exactly why I wish that they just stuck together until the next LAN. That is what I wanted. I've said it from the beginning. I hope they stick together. It was when we did our predictions, right? And you said that Sentinels could be the first team that make the switch and you were 1000% correct. I looked at it. And I'm like, I don't, I don't want that to happen because I want them to stay as the unit they have go back on LAN take all the online bullshit out of it and really prove yourselves that you are here for a reason. Unfortunately, they did not do that. Now I'm not saying that they can't do that with the roster that they have now prove everybody wrong, including myself at the next land event that they qualify for. But man, that that seventh, eighth placing in this 4k this last weekend, just really, in my opinion, hits my point home that I wish they stuck together originally, but 
it is business is business. It is what it is. It sucks, but clearly, hopefully complexity are better with collect. Hopefully sentinels are better with, um, suspector. Like, like I always say, I just want every team to be great. That's all I want. I want more competition at the top. Let's talk about, well, before we get into it, because it, it wants to be talked about, is there anything else you, if there's anything you want to discuss before we get yeah. into the monster? I'll just touch on a couple things. One, the whole collect situation. Mm-hmm. Um, from what we heard from other players, it's been said on Twitter, whatnot too, that with infinite, it's more about vibing with the team versus skill. And I mean, chemistry is part of it with skill, but it's, it's like the team chemistry is more important than the skill at some points. I feel like that's, that's exactly what happened here that they felt like Spartan said, Man, I'm even blanking on who they brought in, but whoever they brought in fit the puzzle better of what they were trying to do. So if Sentinels think they made an upgrade, complexity seems like they've made an upgrade. We talk about competition being higher and more intense at the top. I think that's what this tournament shows is that it's possible for teams to make an upset. And that makes me hopeful for the next LAN that it's just going to be fucking intense. And I can't wait. Oh, I love when you say fucking um, no, I agree with you. And as biz says as well, he says, I do agree with it being online to a point, LOL, uh, optic and SSG definitely underperformed. However, the other teams ahead of them absolutely did very well. That's, that's yeah. a great point is that yes, in the grand scheme of things, optic and SSG did incredibly underperform to their standards that we know that they're capable of doing SSG. We know SSG formerly cloud nine. We know that they're not the best online team. Okay, we understand that. They always show up on LAN. We know that they're not the best online team. But even they underperform to an extent here as well. It's like, not to take, again, never to take away anything of what the other teams did. But you got to look at it both ways, right? Is that on the one side, Complexity, Native Red, G1 played amazing. On the other hand, Optic and SSG and Native White, for that matter, did not. And, Will, I love what you talked about where it, it proves that any team can make an upset. I Like you said, I really hope this transitions to LAN because, man, would it be an unbelievable storyline. A good not That's the thing, too, is that there's always storylines in, in sports, in esports, whatever it is, right? But I like, I like good storylines. I don't like the, the storylines about, like, the negativity and the conspiracies and, oh, this team dropped like off the face of the planet. I don't like those stories. I like when an upset happens and that you have that great storyline for that team who made that upset, who's really trying to prove themselves, you know? And that somehow transitions and loops into the conversation of Monster. Okay. How do I want to put this? I purposefully do not go out of my way to read a lot of what the Twitch chat says during a tournament stream. 
LVT official otherwise. Doesn't matter to me. I purposely don't go out of my way to read the chat because I already know what people are going to be saying. Okay. It's a given. It's the fucking internet. It's Twitch chat. What are you going to do? Therefore, with our show, I want to spin it in a different way. Okay. Like I said, I like positive storylines, right? Not necessarily negative storylines. Let's try to spin this into a positive storyline. Guys, to my knowledge, Will, to your knowledge as well, I believe, these are all allegations that are made. None of these have been proven, correct? To our knowledge? Correct. Okay. Did he cheat at some point in time for an H1Z1 event and potential, maybe a Reach 1 back in the day? Maybe. The H1Z1, I think, is confirmed, but the Reach, whatever. The fact of the matter is, I believe it or not, this is going to sound weird coming from me because I'm me, but this is going to sound weird coming from me. I want to give the dude the benefit of the doubt. For all we know, for all we know, maybe he is strictly just better online than he is on LAN. And yes, the pros could say, see, that proves it right there because he's always been bad on land. He's just only good online. I only lose to him online. Or they could complain, the game's shit online, but it's online, so who cares? I lost, I don't care. But the game's shit online. The way I look at it is, let's just say for the sake of argument that he's not cheating. Crazy concept. But let's just say, for the sake of argument, that he's not. I think I literally said this in the same exact tone last week. Or the week before. But let's just say he's not. Okay? I really, really hope that complexity comes out if they qualify for the global invitational for points based off points, or if they have to just start off at the uh, optic major, regardless of what the first land as a team they're at is, I really hope they shut people up. I really, really, really hope he shuts people up and that team shuts people up because it's one thing for monsters sake. It sucks for him right now because he hasn't been able to prove himself on land yet, you know? So all anybody has to go off of is is online performance and then his subsequent bad land performances. So I hope this is the turning point of his career. I really do. Because if he, if him and that team come and ball out at the next land and really start to shut fuckers up, It'd be an amazing storyline. See? It would be an amazing storyline for that team. Like Spartan says, all just trying to find that missing piece for the team, right? Maybe Collect is that missing piece for complexity. Collect steps in, fills that void that's needed, and they're all able to play lights out as a team and make some names for themselves. I really hope so. 
Yan, I don't like that take. Yan says it really doesn't matter. He's failed at multiple lands already. It does matter, though, because those are in the past. Those are in the past. Moving and looking towards the future. And teams change all the time, and maybe this could be the one that gels and makes a run. You never know. You never know. He must be pretty skilled anyway. I couldn't play at that level with walls and aimbot. Oh, my God. Um... Ronan says, I just want Will to say fuck again. Fuck! Thank you. What's this on chat? Was Pro saying he scans left and right more than normal? Okay. So he has awareness? Like, what the fuck is that? Fresh says he's not cheating. I, as of right now, personally, I don't think he is. I'm not, I am not dissecting his film nor am I going to a, I don't have the time, nor do I want to, nor do I care for that matter. Somebody else can take the time and do that and try to prove whether or not he's cheating. But I personally don't think he is. I think people are blowing a lot of things out of proportion. Now I will say this. I will put a caveat here. If he is like, if it's proven unequivocally proven that he is, then yeah, go fuck yourself, dude. Like get out of here. But if he's not, and all these allegations are allegations and people just love to jump on the bandwagon of being shitters towards him, then yeah, everybody else can go fuck themselves because the kid's just trying to prove himself. Like, I don't see, that's the thing, right? Is that if all of these allegations are unsubstantiated and all of these Twitch chatters and people on Reddit and whatnot are going at his throat, or like even the pros, like, sliding him and whatnot to all the other, to all the people that are not pros. Like, come on. I don't see you going out of your way to compete at the top level. Who are you to shit on this guy? Who's just trying to prove people wrong and try to play the game the best he possibly can. Who the fuck are you to say otherwise? Get out of here. Literal definition of a shitter. Um, not Grim says, I think clutch said he doesn't think he's cheating, but he just gets into his own head at land. And that's what happens to a lot of people. And you know what? I love to jokingly give shit to clutch, but that's a great take. That's a great take. Um, D myth says, love that take. It's a good take. Thank you. Ronan says he cheated on his taxes. Get out of here. Don't be throwing those allegations around. Um, Yan says the past, I'm not saying he's cheating, but the data is already is there already. Players know who he really is. Yan, who is he really then? Because to me, what he really is, is a player trying to make a name for himself and try to break the stigma around him that he doesn't perform well on land. That's what I believe he is, but feel free to correct me if I'm wrong. Um, fresh says most pros are memeing him. I think only native red actually think he's cheating. Whatever. <sighs> Shaggy. Welcome back, man. Good to see you. And hashtag you're right. Some people are strictly that some people are online warriors. That's literally why the name, the terminology exists for them. And for, for all intents and purposes, maybe monster is that maybe monster is just an online warrior, but I'm hoping deep inside me 
personally, I'm hoping that this is the opportunity to prove that he's not just that. Because I hope he's not just that. Because bringing it all back, we want every team to be the best they possibly can be. And that means that Monster has to perform on land to be the best they can possibly be. All good, sir. All good. Um, let me make sure I don't miss that one. Dlip. Thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. Yan says he's a mid-tier player. He's not a top-level pro is what I'm saying, and the pros know that. And Ash says almost every pro is mid-tier at some point. Sometimes you can break that ceiling. Another great take, Ash. Another great take. All it takes is one opportunity. One shot. I know what you're doing. Yan says negative. Some of these guys are gifted out the gate. Yes. Hence why Ash said almost. Well, you look at Lucid, MVP of the league. Yep. H5, he was he was good, but wasn't considered the greatest. Mm-hmm. Took him a little bit to break that into that. Exactly. Like, Yan, I understand what you're trying to say, my dude, but seriously... Oh, man. Fresh says, I hate accusations, innocent until proven guilty. There you go. There's a reason why that exists, or at least attempts to exist in this fucking country. I was in Why Not Stream today, not my words, but apparently he was caught cheating in PUBG. I don't fucking care. It's PUBG. Dead horse at this point? Yeah. Yeah, I think we just... Uh, Wait and see. Yeah, it's at this point... An official ruling has to come to know if it's happening or not. Mm-hmm. And for and some players, it has been proven. Yeah. He was not one of them. So we'll see if he can make the jump on land because, right, he's, we could say he's not a top-tier player right now. He's not one of the top. Right. But if he can shake that stigma, stigma or the nervousness on land, you know, he's getting in his own head or whatever. Who knows? But there's got to be a starting point for him, right? There absolutely needs to be that starting point. And hopefully Collect can be that catalyst for that team. Hopefully he can be. That's why I said just a lot of people were saying once a cheater, always a cheater. Uh, this is something I disagree with. I think people can learn from their mistakes. There you go. Mikren says, hope so too. Welcome, Mikren. Good to see you. Hope you're having a great night. But that's, that's the whole thing is that we just want every player to be the best they can possibly be. And the one thing that I want for Monster is I want that stigma to be broken that he can't compete on land. I really do. Because if it is a confidence thing, if it is a confidence thing, if he, if it is a mental thing that's just getting in his head, th there's absolutely ways to get out of your own head on that. And I hope that he's able to do so. If that's the case, I hope that he's able to do so. And I want, I want so fucking badly I want so fucking badly for him and that team to prove everyone wrong at the next land. I really, really do. Oh, man. And that could be the case, Yan. That could very well be the case. But at the same time, if he's able to break through his personal, if it's a mental issue and he's able to break through that mental ceiling, you have no idea what the kid's going to be capable of. You have no idea. 
because you can you you can only you're only looking at what's been shown in the past. You're not thinking about what could be in the future, which is fine. That's not a that's not like a negative thing. I'm just saying that's what it appears you're doing. Uh, Captain says complexity doing well on land would be great for HDS too. It would be. It would be, absolutely. Nobody wants an optic phase grand final every time. I mean, would be a, it would be a good storyline though. Uh, Juan says totally agree. When everyone never team is at their best, that is when Halo esports is at its best. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. No. no, back to the the optic phase comment too. Yeah, being an ever grand final. I mean, when I came into Halo, that Tox optic CLG squad was winning everything. I mean, I just got bored of them being there every time I wanted shakeups. <laughs> so I get it. Like, and it just, it creates more stories. Like you said, good positive storylines. Like, Oh, you know, maybe phase and optic finally meet in the winner's bracket before the finals. And we get a heated matchup there and get a loser's bracket run or whatever it may be. Just create some different storylines, which would be good. Absolutely. Good for the HCS. Good for halo. Couldn't agree more. Ian says, okay, how many chances do you get? The data is there that uh, he is what he is at this point and that for people, players are always going to question his inconsistency. That's fine to question it. I'm saying you get as many chances as you're still competing in the game. Plain and simple. Like, I'm going to put this into a basketball term for you. I don't know if you watch basketball, but just hear me out here for a second. Will, do you know who the player Russell Westbrook is? I've heard of him. I'm not big into basketball, but it's okay. You've heard of the name Russell Westbrook. Yeah. Okay. Russell Westbrook um, is an NFL is an NBA player who has had some mediocre seasons, to say the least, and was just previously on the Lakers this season and laid eggs everywhere, laid eggs everywhere, right? And so a lot of the media. Russell Westbrook is a terrible example to use. Relax, Yan. Let me get to my point. Therefore, the media cast doubts on him and was like, this is who he is now. This is who he is now. This is the player that he is. He's completely turnover prone. He doesn't score. He, he this is what he is. But he gives us all every game. He gives his all every single game. He gives 110% every single game. Fast forward to the Clippers in the playoffs, and he balls the fuck out. Sometimes, I'm not saying his career has completely changed again. Don't get me wrong. But sometimes, a change of scenery, other teammates, different coaching, can dramatically change how you play the game. I'm not saying that Monster is going to go out at the next land and, and outperform everybody. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that I hope that he's able to break through his personal ceiling, better himself as a player, try to make a run, and maybe with Collect there, with the team as it is now, they're able to do something like that. That is what I'm hoping. That was the Westbrook comparison. Thank you. Munoz, thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. And yes, now you can all go back to dunking on Westbrook if you like. That's fine too. Um, Westbrook played pretty well as Lakers six man this year as a starter last year. He sucked. There you go. Riches. And also welcome to the live show. Thank you for the clarification. Regardless, have you seen how he's playing in the playoffs right now? Fucking really good. 
God. Well, Yan. I know you have some jokes in your in your chats here, but like, come on, man. Be real. Hashtag says it comes down to who you're surrounded by. It can absolutely do that. There's a reason why Halo Infinite's a team-based game. Who knew? Who knew? It's crazy. You you know you want another comparison? Here's a quick comparison. How about Renegade now on phase? Or the, the Sentinels boys coming over to phase, but Renegade being that piece, right? On uh, Cloud9, now SSG, right? They had won a world championship. They were on top of the world. They, were, they won Raleigh. Everything seemed great. He wanted out. He wanted to change the scenery. He knew the team that he wanted to be a part of. He gets on phase. Or he, he's on phase regardless. And then the Sentinels guys come over, but he was that piece, right? And now look where they are. Fighting for that top spot again. Well, SSG, we thought would be, but currently is still in that third, fourth placing. Because it really does feel like optic phase in that top one too. So in that comparison, Yan, yeah, I'm not fucking saying that Monster is at the same caliber of player right now as a Renegade is. But like hashtag says, environment matters. Your teammates matter. Structure matters. Especially in what is considered a team-based game. Richard says, glad I could finally catch a live stream. Been listening to podcast version of the car after discovering the show a few months back. Thank you so much, Rich. Thank you for being here, man. Glad you can tune in the live show as well. Remember how bad the mud dogs were before the water boys started playing for them? <laughs> So yes, what we're saying is monster is Adam Sandler in this regard. Yes, that is what we're saying. Jesus fucking Christ. Uh, we still need an onslaught map for BR uh, for halo BR only. Uh, I think unique made an onslaught uh, forge remake. I think unique did. So there's that. I feel like that C19 SSG was obviously good enough to win Raleigh, but that, uh, but was not as dominant as they were with Shotzi. No shade to penguin. No, no shade at all. That was Penguin's first event win was Raleigh. That it was. Yeah. So, so monster is Bobby Boucher. Pog. <laughs> oh man. Yo, Bobby's a fucking badass too. If we're being honest. Oh, certain people click and certain people don't. I actually think send it got better when collect left. Uh, collect left collect is an absolute monster. He just didn't click with the center roster. And I think that's also like what will mentioned, like what uh, Spartan said, they were looking for just a better fit within the roster. Zig. Welcome back. Says happy Monday fellows. How we feel about Rogers finally being out of the NFC North skull. <laughs> will, what, what did you say to me? Go ahead. What did I say? I mean, didn't, didn't you oh, say na, 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 na? Yeah. I did the whole, uh, hey, hey, hey. hey. Yeah. Goodbye. Goodbye. Yep. Chuck Wolfman. Thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. But then I made the joke that he's just going to pull up Brett Favre. Come back here. Yeah. So what he's going to do is he's, no. he, he's a year. He's going to do a year with the jets. He's going to quote unquote retire. And then he's going to be like, <laughs> I never wanted to play for you fuckers. Hey, Vikings. You're going to re-sign Cousins for the upteenth fucking time? 
or are you going to sign me? And Will, what was your response to that? No. Hell no. He called Rogers a not-so-nice word. Yeah. Which is fine. Rogers is a little bitch. So it is what it is. Uh, Chuck asks, do you think Monster will ever get respect if he doesn't perform on land? No. Absolutely not. If that's the end-all, be-all question, no. He won't. And that's what sucks. Because I, I want him to earn that respect. I, I really, really do. And that's why, Chuck, I don't know if you missed the whole last fucking segment, but like that's the whole point is that I want them to do really well at the next line that they're at. I want them to prove all those doubters wrong. I really do. Because then it hopefully starts to break that stigma around him as being the alleged cheater the entire fucking time who doesn't perform on land. I want that stigma to be broken. So. Zig says, at this point, whatever gets a Super Bowl willing to sell my soul for one win. Will, are you willing to? Nah, I don't know. I asked you this question. If Rodgers wins us the Super Bowl, what's your... You, you said if he comes to the Vikings, you would switch teams. I'm flipping teams. Yeah. I'm done with it. <laughs> Fighting a new team. 16, other game. Moving somewhere else. Fuck it. Different state, different team. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Ash, uh, I, I can agree with top eight, but like I would love a top six. I think that'd be... I think that'd be even better because realistically what we, we talk about all the time, it, it feels like it really does feel like the top three on LAN are solidified, right? Optic phase SSG. Yeah, so far. Yeah. And then you, you put like a native white, a G1, a native red, like that, that four spot feels completely open at this point in time. Currently, yeah. That's what it feels like on LAN. It's what it feels like is that that fourth spot is just completely open. So... Got to put Quadrant in the mix there, too. I'm wait. I got to wait. I got to wait. I, I'm not going to necessarily get on. And I'm not saying you are, Ash. I'm just saying in general. Me, personally, I, I don't want to necessarily get on that bandwagon yet because I haven't seen it happen yet. I know, I know that at Charlotte, they did not have their full team. I know at Charlotte, they didn't have their full team. Okay? I get that completely. So if they have their full team... Maybe they can make a run. Didn't I say in our preseason predictions that they could break top eight in event? Maybe. I don't recall. I think I said they, they would. Um, Tara, you and I both know that's not going to happen. It doesn't matter how the bracket shapes up. That's not happening. Like, I don't want to poo-poo on your idea, but like, it, that's oh man, that's a tough ask. That is a tough ask. I respect it, though. I respect that want. I respect that want. EU in top six would be a W for the scene. Absolutely, it would be. Absolutely. That's why you want it so bad. I can understand completely. You're good, man. Do you think Do you think the teams based in Dallas have any advantage for DreamHack? Not necessarily, because in my opinion, Chuck, this is why, while, okay, Another semi-rant here, Will. I'm, I apologize for diving continually into this. The whole online thing. And, you know, TJ's situation, lethal situation on Sentinels, right? You have Spartan putting out clips and whatnot of game being broken in some aspects. It's like, okay, 
I'm going to sound like an asshole, Chuck. I'm going to sound like an asshole. Let me preface by saying that, A, I'm not a professional player. You should already know that about me if you don't already know. I just We just talk about the scene, right? It's kind of the point. We, we, we provide our opinions as wrong or as right as they are. They're opinions, so that's what it is. Remember when we all memed on Tashi about how, like, oh, if everybody's playing on Series X's, then who cares? It's, it's the same across the board, right? If the game is shit for everybody online, then who cares? That, this, is, this is the point I'm trying to make here. Phase one, the 4K, right? Is anybody looking back at it and being like, they didn't deserve to win? It was online. Or they didn't deserve the win. The game is broken online. Is anybody saying that? I don't think so. I think people are in their mentions saying, hey, good shit, man. Great tournament. Great job, boys. Carry it on to the next one, right? That's what people are saying. So I get it. On the one hand, I completely understand. Yeah, and you are right about that. They do say that when Optic wins. Uh, fucking, okay, the Optic haters. Beside, as I'm wearing an optic jacket. Um, in all seriousness, right? Hear me out. On the one hand, I completely understand when the game does not function as you would fully expect it to online. I get it. But on the other hand, everybody's playing the same game technically. It's not... Oh, this is gonna, I'm suddenly such an asshole. It's not their fault that it's not working entirely for you. Right, though? What are you going to do? You know? I, it, does, it does suck. It does suck that, it, that the points matter a lot more. Like, not just a little more, but like a lot fucking more. We went from zero to 100 real quick in terms of the points mattering. Okay. We went from whose line is in any way to Super Bowl levels of points mattering. Okay, that's where we're at. But again, like when Native White go on a run that they're on, does do people complain that Native White plays as well as they do? Do people complain when did did people complain that G1 took third this event? Just because it was online? No. Every I know that they're all playing on PCs, okay? But the thing that people need to understand, the thing that people need to understand is that everybody's PC setups are going to be different, right? Everybody's PCs are going to be different. Everybody's connections are going to be different. Everybody's peripherals are going to be somewhat different. There's so many different things that contribute to how the game is being played on your system, on your, excuse me, on your PC, whatever it may be, right? So to loop it all back to Chuck's question, I'm sorry I rambled a lot there. To bring it back to Chuck, to Chuck's question, again, my answer to your question is no. I don't believe it makes that much of a difference that uh, some of the players are in Dallas and DreamHack is also in Dallas. I don't. Because 
guess what? Where did Optic place this event? Are they all in Dallas? Three out of four are? Yeah, I think so. There you go. How did FaZe do? How'd FaZe do this event? Did they win? Are they located in Dallas? Is Royal 2 in Canada still? I don't know. Huh. I don't think it fucking matters. I don't think it really fucking matters at all. In the grand scheme of things, I'm sorry. Maybe I'm blowing smoke out of my ass toot toot, but you know. Beerus, thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. That's a Dragon Ball super character, by the way. I know my animus. As in, no. <laughs> Not really. Can we do a whole show just whispering? And Will saying fuck? Hey, Will, say it. No, okay. done. All right, never mind. That's yeah, blowing up. Nope. <laughs> um, I don't think you can answer this question until post-event. I mean, I think I can answer that question now because that event is on land. But Chuck, what do you mean? DreamHack is a LAN event. I don't think it matters at all if players are playing online in Dallas because they're going to be playing on LAN, which is a completely different environment. What do you mean? The point I'm trying to make here is that I don't believe connection, like I don't believe your residential area matters as much considering how A, sometimes broken the game is online and B, how phase win anyway. Zig, thank you for the primer, the two-month resub. You get a woo, so that means they don't have to travel, et cetera. Oh, oh, for talking, I thought you were talking connection-based, Chuck. Chuck, what the fuck? <sighs> Chuck, I apologize. I thought you meant connection. You, I went on this whole fucking tirade <laughs> about connection-based things may or may not being a problem in the grand scheme of things, and you're like, nah, man. They don't have to fucking go there. They're already there. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> I feel like uh, pros are used to travel at this point. I still don't think it matters. Yes, I'm right there with you, Will. I still don't think it matters. Te teams and players have been traveling for a long time, it, regardless of where they live residentially, you know? Like, it. I still don't believe it matters. You'd be surprised. I mean, if they're phase one, cause uh, complexity had to take out optic for them. Oh my God. L M A O. Uh, Chuck, I will say it would, it would probably actually, it might be a little, okay. For United States pro players for United States and Canadian for United States and, and Canadian pro players, I'm going to say, no, it doesn't affect you. For those across the pond, I would say it has the potential to affect you further, but at the same time, players are flown out days in advance for media and whatnot, so they have some time to adjust for jet lag. So even then, I'm willing to say that it's not that big of a deal. But I would say, if all things considered, it would more so affect those across this pond than those here. Because I don't think it affects those here. There's my answer. 
Ash, I feel like we're on the same wavelength today, my man. You know, I feel it. I feel a connection. Travel depends on the players. Optics still can't get formal to go to the new headquarters. Man, this is what it is, man. He does, he does what he wants to do. Guy's amazing. Congratulations, FaZe, on winning the event. That's it for our topic. Let's move the fuck on. It's time for the regular news. Cannon fodder ship strike by 343. I'm not going to read it, but you can feel free to in the Google Doc of the show and to the show. A quality of life update is on the way. This is by Forge Lord. I don't have a date for you, but we'll be updating the UI to include custom game browser access as part of the custom game menu. The current custom game browser access point in the community tab will remain, but this should help to make it even easier to find. And that's great. And then finally, Zach Boyce, the senior multiplayer game designer, has left 343. Uh, Zach literally put out a tweet with a peace sign and a picture, and that was it. <laughs> and uh, for those who don't recognize that name, if you go watch our Mickwin interview, exclamation point Mickwin in chat if you haven't watched that, he mentioned Zach in said interview. So there's that. Uh, Mayor. Thank you for, uh, well, actually, welcome. Let's say welcome to the live show. Chuck says, is it troubling that 343's career page is now a 404 page? Chuck, all jokes aside, and I know that that's the 343 Industries website and not the Halo Waypoint website, but man, the amount of times I try to navigate to Halo Waypoint and that fucker just spins and spins and spins, even clearing cash, all that shit spins and spins, loads a half-loaded page. Ah, oh, man. It's not good. That's it for the regular news. I will say, Zach, good luck to you and whatever the future brings. Thank you for all the work that you had uh, done on Halo. And again, wishing you the best in your future endeavors. Call of Duty League major four results by the Call of Duty League. Should I, did I forget to say this? Is kind of games to watch. I didn't know. There I remember. Hey, Will. Yeah. Guess what? What? The Rocker are still shit. We won a series. I was right. What did I say? What the fuck did I say? We're going to lose to the Thieves round one. Was I right on that? Yeah. Okay. I mean, that was kind of a given with but how well they Right. Playing. It was. But here was my thing. This is what I asked. Or here's what I proposed. If we play against anybody but the Ravens, we're losing. The only chance we have is if we get on the bracket of the side of the Ravens, we play them. Lo and behold, we played the fucking Ravens and we beat them 3-0. Woo! We beat the best team in the league, a.k.a. the worst. Then we played Surge and we beat them. Woo! They're also not very good. And then Subliners 3-1'd us. We're not a good fucking team. I don't want to come for anybody's job, but man, what do the coaches do? That's what I want to know. Ash, I swear to God, we're the same person. Waypoint on Chrome is an exercise in extreme patience. I swear we're the same fucking person. Ronan, anybody watch the process about Optics COD team? Yes, it was very good. It's like they always put out good content. Who knew? Um, speaking of optic though, they also played very fucking well throughout this entire event. They were 
uh, pretty heavy favorites, I would say, going into this major. Um, Electric, thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show, by the way. Yeah, Optic, they 3-1 Boston in round one. They 3-0 Subliners in round two. They did lose to the Thieves in the winner's final, 3-1. But then in the loser final, they awaited FaZe, and they 3-0'd FaZe. So FaZe did not look that great this event, I would say, all things considered. Um, but also Thieves looked on a whole other level because they beat Optic 4-2 in the grand final to win the major. Unfortunate. I've never seen Ash and Will in the same room now that I think about it. Wait a fucking Wait, what? second. Are you Ash? No. <laughs> Are you going to catch them all? Pokemon? So yeah, the Rockers still suck. That's it for I mean, God, no, the game's watching. Time for Will's Adventures of the Lovers! In other games, too! Will! What did you happen to play last week? Um, played some Halo Infinite. Did our Halo Rec League match. Um, we are five and one now, so feel good about that. Ooh, and then um, did the weekly challenges for the ultimate reward for I don't know why. What was the ultimate? A coding or something? Or it what? was like a hip piece for the oh, Chimera that's right. armor. That's right. The hip piece. And... Just from utility, I think that's what it's utility, called. Utility. Yeah. <laughs> Just from warming up with the HRL team on Thursday, I only had three challenges left after that without even trying. So I'm like, oh, well, let's just fucking do this. Nice. Yeah, let's, yeah. Felt nice. nice. Um, but during that time of trying to get three challenges done, I played um, some team snipers because my last challenge was just complete five matches and I already had two of them done. So I'm like, I'll play three or ranked snipers. Cause I wanted to check it out. Mm-hmm. Um, but while loading into the games, it would be like match found. And then my game would crash. Now I didn't take, it didn't give me like a game penalty. Like, you know how, you know, it shows you how many games you have out of the five to get ranked. It never went up a game. So it didn't count it as a loss, but my game just crashed twice while searching for ranked snipers. So don't know if that's a playlist bug or just whatnot, because people usually crash when they're loading into the game. Not when they've like, it was just like match found crash. Sure. Which was weird, but that was, that was it. Um, and then played some apex, uh, for our patrons out there, video will be releasing soon uh, for Pro Talk Plays where we played some Apex and my buddy Joey wanted to get back into it. So we tried and we failed miserably, but we had some fun, but no no dubs for us. That was that. That's all I played. What about you, Josh? When you played with Joe, there was no dubs? Yeah. I was going to say, if you're on the patron, just wait. There may or may not be a dub in there, and I may or may not eat cinnamon rolls. <laughs> um. I played some Hogwarts Legacy, still plugging away at that. I played some Vampire Survivors, which is just stupid fun for like $3. Um, I booted up Valorant because they released a trailer today. Oh, for the skins? The skins? Yeah, they're great. Oh, fuck. Did you see the price? 
It's like 11,000 credits, isn't it, or some shit? 11,000 something? It's like 120 bucks, yeah. You can't even buy the amount of credits needed in one transaction. <laughs> you, it's ridiculous. They look you don't, so cool. You don't play Valorant. They look so cool. You don't need them. They look so cool. They look like the best skins in the game, if I'm being honest they with are. you. They are. All right. They literally look like the best skins in the game. You watch the trailer with Brimstone and whatnot. Yeah, all yeah. of them. Yeah, the, the three in a row. Yeah. Yeah, like once like a DDR style. How much real money are they? Like Will said, 120 bucks or something like that. For, yep. all, for Yeah. Hi, Ruby. Welcome back, by the way. You could get like two nice bottles for your bar. I mean, I could get a lot of stuff for 120 bucks. Let's be real. <laughs> but those skins look fucking sick. Yeah, Valorant skins are expensive. They are expensive. They 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 are some of the most expensive I've seen in a free to play title, by far. Oh, that's why my ears didn't hear that. <laughs> Anything over like sixty bucks, you're like, oh fuck, I care about that. Um, no, but they they genuinely look awesome. Like one of them is a traditional shooter style animations another one is uh ddr style animations and then the last one is like fighting game animations yeah they look so fucking cool the the so you know you have like the finishers yeah that pop up the yeah. ddr one is great it makes the enemy that died like dance in place yes like, and you see the arrows and everything too yeah like and then uh it's expensive it is incredibly expensive but they do look unbelievably cool the uh the knife is like a it's like a hand shield with like a blade. Yeah. Well, that's one of them. Right. One of them. And if you inspect it, like it, it pops off and like, it's like a freaking controller and they're playing a little game on the controller. Yep. The fighting game one, the, the melee is a fist. Yeah. And that, that turns into like the game boy looking thing. And then, yeah, it's just, it's so cool. It's so fucking cool. So I booted up Valorant because I thought they were in the store, but they're not in the store yet, but my night market was available. And so I bought a fire vandal. Okay. I had credits. All so right. I bought my fire vandal. That's and fair. I like fire. It's my name. JK fire. <laughs> it's a, yep. It's a, fuck you. <laughs> um, and then I played some PS2 games. Okay. I see that. Next to the mic up there. Yes, I do. That's I see a the slim controller. PS2. Damn. Why'd you bust that out? I bought one over the weekend. <laughs> So I wanted to play, I wanted to play games that have not been like re-released or remastered on anything else. Okay. And there are games on the PlayStation two that I loved playing when I was younger that you can't literally find on any other console. Um, or, and they weren't like ported to PC or anything like that as well. So I got one. I got a, a slim PS2 and I have some games for it. Nice. I've got a, I got need for speed underground Two, which is obviously amazing. You want to hear a quick story about midnight club three dub edition. Go for it. I went through two copies of it, trying to find one that worked in both copies that the store that the two stores I went to had did not work you even know, after fun, resurfacing. Funny thing. I think I repurchased it and had the same problem. With the disc not working. Motherfuckers obliterated that shit. Yes, yes, they did. One of the best games on that platform. Um, I have uh Boulder's Gate Dark Alliance 2. Um uh, playing some of that. 
I got Beyond Good and Evil, although I do have the Xbox 360 version of that, but that notwithstanding. Um, I have a few others in there. And yeah. It's good shit. Got 007 Agent Under Fire. Got Time Splitters 2. I've never played Time Splitters 2 before, but I heard that game's fucking awesome. I'm like, I want to play Time Splitters 2. So I got Time Splitters 2. Did anyone ever play the fighting game uh, Def Jam Fight for New York? Oh, yeah. I remember that one. That one was good. You know how expensive that is now? Really? It's one of the most sought after ones. Yeah. It's, it's incredibly expensive. I have a copy. Do you? Yeah. On PS2? Yeah. Oh, keep that shit. That's expensive. All right. It's expensive. Time Splitters 2 was so fun multiplayer. Yeah. I've never, I've never played Time Splitters 2 before. So I'm like, I fucking, I want to play that game. So I got a PS2. I've been fucking around with that. Nice. It's fun. I got the HDMI adapter. Oh, yeah. Does it, does it do No, it just just lets lets you hook it up to an HDMI port. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So there's that. That's all I played. Having fun. That's all that matters. Uh, that is. It's time for some shout outs. Shout out to everyone who followed and subbed during the live show. Uh, Mad Hop. Chauncey is my friend. Tripio. XBL Stumpy. Ash. Ozzy. Driven. Med. Sir. Stokes. Glip. Munoz. Chuck Wolfman, Beerus, Electric Lee, and Reflex. Thank you all for the follows. Greatly appreciated. And then, uh, all that talent with the three-month resub and Zig with the two-month resub. You guys get a woo! Greatly appreciated. The logo's crooked? Bullshit. What do you mean? I thought I centered it. I thought I centered it. It does look a little, like, tilted. I mean, maybe it's because of the tripod, then. Like one of the feet isn't centered. Oh yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Thanks a lot. Carnage. Oh yeah. For those who don't know logo, not real. Ash, it's okay. We appreciate you regardless. Thank you for being here. Everything is a lie. Everything is a lie. It's true. Um, remedy says, I want Josh to do one of his passionate fucks so I can clip it and save it to my boss's number. So when I get a message or phone call, it just shouts it to me on the phone. So I'm aware to avoid it at all costs. Here you go. Remedy, this is for you. If you're still here, I am doing this for you. You want a couple? Give a couple fucks. What a couple fucks. Josh has fucks to give. I do. I have plenty of fucks to give. All right, here's the first one. Fuck! Okay. And then we have like a, we have the disappointed father fuck what about uh roy kent fuck growly lingers on the u oh i can't do a roy kent fuck i don't have the accent fuck like oh okay fuck there you go there you go there's three fucks to give (laughs) biz with the fucking five gifted thank you so much you get, you get a woo! Greatly appreciated, man. Holy shit. And uh, BC808. Juan. Thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. Juan says, oh, he's not the only one who's going to use these. Well, you use them all you'd like, my friend. You're clipping it now? You're welcome, Remedy. Happy to help, man. 
Enjoy. We're here to provide for the community. You yeah. know what I mean? That's what we do here. We're, we're givers. <laughs> we got lots of fucks to give. Give you all the fucks. Shout out to everyone who's a patron at the semi-pro and higher tiers. That includes Obby Joy, Mr. Smiley, high-tech redneck, Wrath, Goalie Sniper, The Only Neeb, Heavy Rainfall, Elated Dartboard, and Garbage. Thank you all so very much. Uh, we can. And happy belated birthday to Gunplexion as well. Smiley with the gifted sub. The 25 total. Oh, holy moly. You get a woo! Greatly appreciated, man. Thank you for the extra Jesus. gifted sub. Man, you guys are great. You guys are fucking great. That's it for the shout outs. Let's move on to some community creations. Halo memes every day. Red.com forward slash r forward slash Halo memes. Dynamic top eight EU player rankings by Europa Halo and buff stats. Go check that out. It's pretty fucking cool. The most important lesson, controlling space, Empyrean CTF gameplay by Tiberius Oddly. Go check out that video. Tiberius, if you guys don't know, is the analyst for native gaming. Uh, make your dream Halo super team by the HCS and unforgettable HCS memories by the HCS. They're continually pumping out some great YouTube content as well. Go check those out. And finally, uh, a video that I'm happy it exists because it's just funny. We won HCS Charlotte. This is by Nocturnal GG. Where obviously they did not win HCS Charlotte, but uh, it's like a mini vlog of them at Charlotte, and it was funny. And for those who don't know, one of the players on that team competed in the FFA, and there was a clip that was circulating on Twitter about a lot of banter that was happening in that FFA match. It's in that video because he was on that team, and it's really funny. So if, if there's a video you should watch, go watch that one. All right. That's all I got for the plugs. Will! Oh, the fuck that was, but... Uh. Yeah. You want to do me a favor? What's up? Plug this bitch. Of course. Uh, if you don't know, we have a Patreon now. Thank you to the lovely patrons out there. One um, second, Carnage. I will later. We're doing some extra content. Extra audio show, video show for the different tiers. Uh, some other things as well. So if you want to check it out, Patreon.com slash HGS Pro Talk. Of course, you can always find us on your favorite podcast services. Just search for HGS Pro Talk. Do you have something else? No, oh, no. I was just gonna. I was oh. just gonna add for the uh, for the Patreon real quick. Uh, we just released episode four of Off the Rails, which is our audio exclusive show, and you uh, only have to be a patron at the five dollar tier or above to get access to it. And we talked about our uh, most anticipated games of twenty twenty three. So if you're interested in finding out games that we're interested in playing that are not Halo related, and you want to support the show even further. Maybe if you wanted to in convert your Twitch chub, uh, Twitch, ch Twitch chub to <laughs> your Twitch sub to that, feel free to, or not. That's, it's perfectly up to you. But I, like I always say, this is where I get pluggy for a second. I don't normally do this, but if you like, I want your dollar to go further. Okay. If you are already going to take the time to support us more financially, I want your dollar to go further. And if you want your dollar to go further, Patreon's the way to do that. I don't care, like to be completely honest with you guys, fully transparent, I don't care about splits between Twitch and us or Patreon and us or all that or any of that shit. I want you to get more out of the money that you're giving us, that you're spending, right? And you do, you get more by being on Patreon. 
Love the Twitch subs. Do not get me wrong. Love the ad support there. That's great. You get some cool emotes too. That's my soapbox about the Patreon. Feel free to check it out if you want to. Go ahead, Will. All right. Pocket Cast. Yeah. Not an ad. <laughs> join the Discord. Join the community discussion like is provided in the Google Doc of the show notes of the show or our link tree on Twitter. Speaking of Twitter, we have some social media sites, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Search for HGS Pro Talk. If you want to watch VODs or any of our interview series are over on YouTube. Again, HGS Pro Talk. We're live on Twitch. If you're listening and want to tune in live, Monday's at 7 p.m. Central Time. I said it's not next week. Um, come check us out on Twitch. We do have our website, hgsprotalk.com, but that actually sends you over to evolvedhalo.com. Your home for Halo. Why is my voice doing weird shit today? Be sure to check out the fine folks over at Podcast Evolved. They have great shows over there, too, such as Podcast Evolved, Mission Debrief, Halo TV Plus, Book Club, Build with Blocks, Halo Headlines, Halo Gear Guide. Go check them all out. Wonderful people, wonderful shows. Highly suggest, if you're into the lore side or any of the, those topics, to listen to their shows. Josh, that's all I got. Awesome. They do great work. Podcast Evolved. Those guys. Yeah. They're pretty awesome. Um, Carnage asked for... There's that. There's that. Josh, I was taking a drink when I heard Twitch Chub. You're welcome. Sometimes my mouth says stupid shit. <laughs> that's all I got. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for episode 284 of HTS Pro Talk. If you are tuning in live, thank you so much for joining in the conversation and I really need to hit this point home. Thank you as always for being civil, for being respectful and adding to the conversation in the chat. Thank you very much for doing so. That is incredibly appreciated. The last thing I want to do is have people be shitters, right? So you guys were not, you guys were incredible. Thank you so much. And again, greatly appreciated. For those that are watching the VOD on YouTube or checking out the audio version, hope you guys have a great time as well. Thank you so much for checking out the show. And uh, I normally don't say this either, like the whole like, comment, subscribe thing. I really don't care. But if you want to join in the conversation as well, you want to keep it going, feel free to leave a comment on the YouTube video. Uh, the best way would be to join the Discord server. Again, all free. And uh, you can keep the conversation going there as well. Because... If you know the show, you know that we just love competitive Halo and we love talking about it. That's kind of the whole point. Um, guys, real quick announcement that we should make is our next episode. Um, we're probably going to go actually raid Tony because I think he did a phenomenal job. I know he's playing Apex right now, but he did do a great job during the uh, casting of the 4K. And I want to show him some love because we love him. Ashley says, hey, question. I'm thinking of going to the land at the end of June. Where can I find tickets? Tickets are not available yet, Ashley. Uh, you just have to wait for the announcement. And, of course, we'll talk about it on the show when they get announced. But they are not available to purchase yet for the Optic Major. I believe uh, it's normally announced on Twitter. Correct. From the HCS. Correct. Um, real quick announcement about the show. Will, we're still keeping with our... Yeah. Okay. So, just as a heads up, our next live show will not be next week on Monday, okay? Our next live show will not be next week on Monday, which would be the first. It is not going to be that day. Instead, our next live show will actually be on this Friday, the 28th, okay? Same time, same place. 7 p.m. Central, roughly here, okay? Um... Will's going to be out of town 
And I'm like, instead of postponing a full week for the show, let's just do one earlier. That way we kind of keep things as consistent as we can. And that's it. So again, next live show, Friday, the 28th. Um, and there will not be a live show on Monday, May 1st. Okay. Obviously this will all be put on Twitter and whatnot after the fact, but that's just a heads up to everybody. Cool. Cool. Perfect. Awesome. Um, and with that, Rasta monkey jr. Welcome to the live show. And I'm sorry, but we're ending the live show, but Hey, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for episode 284. We'll be back on Friday on Friday for more of this shit. But until then we're going to go raid Tony. He's great. Tell me did a great job casting because he did. And we love him. Fucking Tony's amazing. We'll be back next week, but until then, bye-bye!